the man behind the hustling grind. This is pride, courage, determination, and perseverance. Welcome to No Lucks Given. Welcome back to my favorite podcast, my favorite episode <laughs> with my favorite co-host. This is No Lux Giving uh, Podcast. My name is Dana Keith. I got my favorite hey, co-host in hey, the I'm, building. I'm, I'm Brother Luck, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm here for the entertainment. I'm here for the laughs. I'm here for Yo, the jokes. You, hey, man, people be making fun of me because I do think every episode is my favorite episode. It depends, man. Everything has a different feeling. And I'm just all about the vibes and the energy. Well, welcome to No Lux Giving Podcast. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, episode 30 we're Me recording zero. right now and i know brother luck said we, we've been really consistent but um we actually we're late this week um but this is a special episode for me because I, I wasn't booming so i had to change that real quick because we 30 in brother luck how you doing man you know when i turned 30 i quit my job yeah and for i started real? a business really so we 30 episodes in what are we gonna do now when you were 30 you quit your job mm-hmm when when did I quit my job? Hmm. Um, twenty eighteen. I'm thirty now, so twenty seven. I See? quit my job when I was twenty seven. I was an entrepreneur for a year and a half. <laughs> I went back to employment as an employee mm-hmm. for about um, I'd say three to six months, probably. Yeah. I think it was probably closer to six months. Then I quit again <laughs> when I was when I was thirty years old, and this this one was a real quit because I I kind of cut ends on on my previous employer just. Like, and it's funny because I talked about the other day, like, like, you know, when it's your last week of your job mm-hmm. and maybe your employer, your are as well. So, like, you have a different perspective of this. But, like, when it's your last week and your job know you quit in the last week, like, there's no point in even coming. Like, like, <laughs> come I'm on just, now. The, the, I, my, I, maybe that's the wrong that's message me. for Brother Luck. But that's how Dana feels when, hey, when it's I'm, the last week. So. I'm going to deliver to my last day. So, you, look, if you paying me, I'm going to work. So yeah, so I guess I wasn't getting paid, so I wasn't working. But um, <laughs> well, that's the, different. The message. Why are you showing up if you ain't getting paid? <laughs> the message I think was I, I on on the second time when I made this jump, it was more of like I, I didn't want I didn't want to be able to turn back. Yeah. So it was like a different mentality. All right, but anyways, this is episode thirty, man. This is special because this is the finale to season one. Uh, yeah, I mean, thirty episodes. I think that's more like two seasons. But you know what? We did. We just went for it. We had no idea what we were doing. We were just talking, and yeah. every week we showed up and we gave you a cool episode right. and opinions and thoughts and, right. and perspectives Ideas. and observations on the world. Right. And we just wanted to share with what was what was going on in our in our everyday. So you know, what, that was a big part. What was some of your favorite parts? What What was something um, that because you know my my favorite episode changes. As yeah. they come, because every, every moment, every moment it's my is my favorite different. episode ever. It's my favorite episode <laughs> <Yeah>. ever. <laughs> I'm gonna get him a T-shirt that says that. Um, you know, I, I say one of my favorite episodes was in the beginning. Uh, I mean, we've had so many. I mean, Tina on the podcast sharing our story. Damn, uh, that one was special. Th- we had two episodes with Steve Kander. One about how we met, and one about wine. Yeah, um, we had three episodes with Kander. We, we had three. We had three episodes. Well, that's right. He came Kander. in as a guest on the first. He can He one, was in weeks. on one of the first ones. That's right. Moody he stood back there uh, all I, awkward. Yeah, I was about to say, I was about to call him out. I was just about to call him out. I was going to say, he's talk real quiet, real quiet, yeah, real yeah. subtle. We're doing a benefit. We're doing an art benefit. <laughs> I'm an artist. Yo, I love Muji. Shout out to Muji, the whole, the whole, you know, team over there, uh, over uh, at Knob Hill. They do amazing work. Um, but you know what? I will say my favorite episode um, that I like to go back and look at um, is actually in the beginning 
when this thing was under construction and yeah. we had horrible lighting and yeah. there was dust everywhere yeah. and you myself and Madison mm-hmm. just jumped off the ledge yeah yeah that i mean it was just raw it was i was like hey Dana we going and you were like word for real yeah <laughs> all right yeah so let's talk about that cuz that's that's an interesting idea is, is the way we jumped yeah. you know what i'm saying cuz we had the idea um we even had f- a few episodes recorded in the stash at the time mm-hmm. um and we still were unsure about like how we were going to execute this and yeah. then one day you just texted me and said today we're doing it let's just do it you know what i mean i you know it's, it's funny because my team has learned this about me especially the ones that worked for me for a long time they're like man chef you so random like you just go yeah and we don't know where it's coming from and which right. direction right. but like you just throw it up there and hope somebody catches the ball and no that was that was dope because you definitely threw it up there and my ass was trying to you know i ain't never dunked in my life <laughs> in real life but uh i was trying to slam that joint you know what i'm saying so we 30 episodes in you know what i'm saying it was a beautiful alley-oop and you almost pushed us off the ledge you know what i'm saying which was, you know what I'm saying? I think that there's a message there. Is sometimes yeah. you might need somebody to push you off the ledge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anyways, let's take a step back, man. This is a, a beautiful episode. We're on episode 30, No Looks Given. If y'all watching on YouTube, thank you. Give us a like, subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Show some love. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You know what I'm saying? That's where you can listen to it if you're a podcast listener. And then we got our Patreon. Patreon is for all of our loyal supporters, which we'll continue to do. And um, I want to bring it back. Mm-hmm. But look, how's your week, man? What's going on? You know, my, my week's been crazy, man. I'm sitting there just kind of processing, like, all this stuff. Like, as we talk about, you know, podcasts and we talk about Patreon and we talk about, like, what's been going on as far as our weeks. You know, I'm just, I'm blown away because I, I was kind of reflecting on this earlier and I posted about it on my on my social media. You know, yesterday I spent some of my day at Fort Carson working with some of our soldiers. Which is dope. It was amazing, you know, and I, I'm so I'm so honored just to even be invited on the post and and to to have the opportunity to share my perspective of of what we've all been doing over the last three years together. Mm. Um, but getting that much, you know, commanding force in one room. Um, to pick their brain and say, you know, what are you struggling with? What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, the program that we've created, how's it helping? Where can we be better about it? And I learned a lot yesterday, yeah. which was which was great. What was some of the feedback you got? Um, you know, the, the biggest thing is like, so we've had this program where we've had soldiers coming in for... Uh, Why haven't we done this forever? What's That's that? so simple to just have it small like that. I don't know. We, you know. That is hilarious. That's a <laughs> moral of the story. Go ahead. So we, we've had this Bridge the Gap program where, um, you know, my brother was a 92 Gulf. He was a, it was a cook in the army yep. and um, you know I, he don't ever want to hear what I got to say so I thought it would be really cool to be able to help some other 92 goals because that's what I know that's what yeah. I do that's, yeah. I know food I know cooking yeah for the people and, that uh, don't know that's me 92 golf is not in Florida basically <laughs> this is uh, this is a culinary group in the military this is their squadron or whatever keep going yeah so that's their that's their titles um, so, you know, we, we started this program where they spent 45 days in the restaurants with me, either at four at lucky, uh, doing events, charity things, all, all the crazy stuff we do. And the whole point of it was to get them more excited about the opportunities that they have being a chef, right? Because when you're, when you're, when you're in the military, it's like, it, it's kind of repetition, but it's, it's like that in any kitchen. And I, I think it's getting someone to understand that 
no matter which kitchen you're going to go through, repetitions, everything. Mm. So it, it kind of started with that discussion. God. And, uh, you know, we've had we've had soldiers helping us out with celebrity chef events. We've had soldiers helping us out with charity things, building our restaurants. Yeah, shout out Madison and all of them boys. It's, it's, it's been absolutely amazing. So, you know, my question was, before we go into another cycle, because we've been doing this for three <clears> years, before we go into another 45-day cycle yeah. and bring another soldier on, I question – are we utilizing everyone's time appropriately? Because mm-hmm. it's 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 there's wins and there's losses. Right. Right. They have to give up somebody for forty five days. That's right. right. That's tough, right? If yeah. you, if you're depending on a team member to produce, right. but you're gonna send them off for forty five days, yeah, you know, you kinda lose a hand. So somebody's gotta step up and pick up that extra weight. So I don't wanna put an inconvenience on anybody in those kitchens on the on the on the de- the dining facilities. Right. So at the same time, I want to make sure is 45 days is like the right time frame. Is that enough? Is so, it too long? Is yeah. it short? Should it be five days? And right. should it be more condensed? Should it be like five solid eight hours of discussion? And then what are we teaching? Because right. like I can sit here and show them how to make food look pretty and plate it like a top chef. But that's not what you do in the in the dining facilities, right? right You've got right. you're feeding a couple hundred soldiers right. for three meal periods mm-hmm. and right. it's large volume production. So that was kind of where we started the discussion yesterday was like, you know, my background before restaurants was large volume production, running large hotels, right, hotels. large resorts. Yep. So is that more of the information that we need to be giving is how to think better as far as time management, as far as communication, as far as delegation, as far as execution, right? you know, organization. These are, these are things, critical thinking, Yeah. right? Things are going to go wrong. What are you doing to adapt to that when, you know, the 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 truck that's driving the food down to the to the party actually runs out of gas. Like, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, there's there's things like that all the time right. that happen as you're trying to pull off these large parties. So, you know, that that was a big discussion of what we're we're trying to gear this training towards because you know at the end of the day we want our soldiers to have phenomenal meals but right. also great experiences and and the army's putting a lot of effort into changing the the perception of right. what food is uh when it comes to being on post right. so so when you ask them that question like how is that how is their feedback like in terms of like um their view on the program mm-hmm. and, and the value that they get out of it are their chefs returning in 45 days being more valuable um like what was the feedback off of that yeah well the the, the challenge is, is that you know the, the the soldier that they can spare is is someone who's a little bit lower on the totem pole right right because that's not someone who's assign responsibility so i can give up you know yeah, somebody else for 45 days for 45 days because they right. don't have a lot of, of responsibility but the problem is when they come back they're so excited they're so inspired yeah they don't have any authority yeah you got to fall in line right, right this is the military right, 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 so right. i need you to listen to what i'm saying instead of telling me what you just learned right so we have to change that 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 cycle to say okay we need to focus more on some of these supervisors and obviously you can't get rid of a supervisor for, for 45, 45 days. days so how do we focus on a on a e5 e6 e7 yeah and and start to really put some effort into the leadership yeah, and the management style that stuff trickle down yeah because I, I think gonna it's gonna be more impactful. impactful so Ooh. yeah yeah so that was uh that was something that was really cool yesterday That's dope. um and then of course Tony I mean Man, man, that that dude has been tugging on my heart. I, t- I called you after where I dropped him off yesterday, but like yeah. he came in here and like hit hit some heartstrings with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, Tony Tony's a real dude, man. And and I think that like at least for me, um, what I get out of it is is like he's a real human going through real things yeah. in real time. 
Mm-hmm. And like, um, I, I have to have grace for his position. You know what I mean? And yeah. and I have to also, um, like compliment him because he keeps showing up. Yeah. You know, and you called me after, after I watched the video, I just watched the video. Um, and I was trying to grab a hard drive, Walmart, whatever, but it was, it just re it reiterated like the importance of the position that you play. Mm. And I know you're going to say like, I, I created this, like, yes, yes, I did make the connections, but I can't be the mentor in the way that you can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, it means a lot like that. You continue to help Tony, like anybody watching the story. It, 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 it's emotional because like a man was homeless, like literally like, you know what I'm saying? Like three weeks ago Yeah. and he's going through real life battles and, you know what I'm saying? It's <clears throat> it's tough because I, I wish this is my personal like being transparent thing. Like I, I wish we had a the way that we are for him in business. Mm-hmm. I pray that he has something like that in family. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I you know, in 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 life, mm-hmm. the business part is only a, a small percent until it, you know, becomes well, for us, it's probably majority. But like, you know, what I mean, it, yeah. it starts out as small. So you have these other things to deal with. I you just know, I I, 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 hope, I pray for the man. You know no, what I'm saying? I, I pray for him, and, and I, I thank you. You know what I'm saying? It was really emotional watching that video for me. Not going to lie, I cried no, in, was, in the car watching it. It was my favorite clip ever. Because he, he had a really transparent... You're funny. <laughs> but it, it was a really transparent moment where he no, just, was. you know, <clears throat> showed... Uh, he always does it, but he shows that he's human. And mm-hmm. um, All right, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Like, he... he his heart says the right things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I pray that, you know what I'm saying, that, well, life is tough, so, like, you got to go through that stuff to make that stuff happen. And he has an opportunity. And, and with you being a mentor, like myself, like, we have extreme um, blessing right mm-hmm. in front of us. So, like, it's just a matter of us taking advantage of it. Well, and, and here's uh, the most important part. Somebody took that chance on us. Right. You know, right. so it's our responsibility, I think, to take that chance, to take that chance with other people. And, dope, and, it's, and it's tough because... You don't want to be hurt, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and all of us have experienced something in our lives to where you you have had trust broken, right? So, Trauma, so yeah. So you got walls up, but you still want to help somebody. Right. So it's you know it's it's a uh, as much as I'm getting him to to get to know me and trust me, right? I'm doing the same thing with him. I right. need to know him and trust him, right? 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 So you know we're going on this on this journey together, but you know it's also starting real discussions. I mean, you know, he said something yesterday that that really hit me pretty hard, and he was like, you know. I got my my stepdaughter and her boyfriend here with us now who's going to help me with the truck. And Mm -hmm. I think it's going to also help my wife because now she's got some support and somebody to talk to. It's just been us for so many years. Yeah. And he said, you know, the problem is I don't know how to be the head of household because I haven't had a household. Wow. He's having to relearn something so basic. So, Mm. you know, I reached out to Charlie and the team. I talked to Link this morning and I was like, you know, I'd, I'd really like to explore some options as far as like behavioral help. Yeah. Because I, I'm not a professional. I, all I can do is give my testimony. Like, yeah. this is what I yeah. know. This is yeah. what I've gone yeah. through. But I'd love for him to get some 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 really good advice on, you know, just just getting getting assistance. Right. Um, right. Yesterday was the first day he actually wanted to join me. We host these mental health meetings uh, on, a, on a regular basis every yeah. week. And uh, he asked me yesterday, he's like, I'd like to come to one. Mm, like the desire him. is so big so yeah. you know it's just it's just part of the part of what's going on but right. let's flip this data key how you been man what's been Yo, going on let's do a crazy. check-in life is crazy life is crazy you this said you were emotional wild, so let, let's get into that i am emotional man i'm emotional because um i'm at a point in my life where i pivot 
And um, I talked about this on, on the other podcast, so it's it's what stuck with me the most, which is basically most times people pivot out of desperation, need, desire, whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. right? And a pivot for an entrepreneur is like literally like the everyday skill that you have to do. And it, it is what makes people successful is the ability to pivot, yeah. right? Because today's number one priority tomorrow may be at the bottom of the list. Mm-hmm. So I'm at a point, man, this week has been emotional to me because like a lot of the things, especially like No Luck's Given, the podcast, like we've built, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, for it to be the last episode of season one, I'm emotional as hell. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm emotional because this is my little baby. And you know what I'm saying? I started this with um, with a feeling. Mm -hmm. That's that's really what it was, was because. Before I did the podcast with you, like the first four or five episodes, I did one podcast where a gentleman interviewed me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> After that time, I knew I wanted to do podcasts. Mm. Like if it was in my heart, like that was the best thing I've ever did was use my voice for one hour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just say whatever the hell I want to say. Mm-hmm. But it was about my story and it, was, it, it got me speaking about my story. So no luck's given happens. And, like, the first five episodes are my favorite. Mm. Like, because those, I know for sure I've cried a lot editing those. Mm -hmm. It was hard to edit because I was really going through those emotions as one, a man, a new father, um, you know what I'm saying, an entrepreneur trying to build. Like, a lot of those are, and and probably on the podcast, they're, like, episode, like, eight, nine, ten. You know what I'm saying? Um, But the ones we record in your home, those are special. So I'm They're emotional rough. because, you know, for me, how this was built was on all of the principles of no luck's given. Yeah. Which, to bring it back, <laughs> we haven't said it in a while, but the the principles are pride, courage, determination, and perseverance. Yeah. So, like, I've been really living that. <clears throat> so, it's, go ahead. It, no, it's, 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 it's been a trip because, you know, we, we started something just, just to start something and go right. with it. And, you know, we were having these great conversations. And right. it's turned into something, which is yeah. amazing. And yeah. the so best we have part people, is fans. We got <clears throat> people giving us gifts. Like, come on, man. You know, it, it, you know and, and the impact, just, the right? Impact the impact is crazy. The, the impact is crazy because people are actually saying thank you. You know, thanks for sharing. Thanks for right. talking about struggle. They saying, thanks for talking about mental health. Thanks, thanks for, for talking building about. This. Don't stop building this with brother luck. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like, um, well, two things. One. It's like your little baby growing up, you know what I'm saying? And, like, for season one to end, one, I'm emotional because something's ending. But I can't wait for season two because we'll be in a totally different space. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, we've proven the consistently consistency. I think what's, what's even more powerful for me um, is that the way that this is going to grow as we're not recording. Mm-hmm. No, the, con- the content lives forever. The content lives forever. And, like, the stuff that I have Gregory doing, shout out my little brother, Greg. Um, I have him clipping out our, I, like, I have him clipping out our whole podcast into all these, like, we call them gems. Mm-hmm. Like, the good moments. And each podcast has about, like, 10, 15, maybe 20, like, good moments. But there's always, like, you know what I'm saying, a couple that are great. Yeah. So, the w- what I'm excited about is the way that this will grow in ways that we don't know as we prep up for season two. You well, and even think about like how, how far this has already gone. So right. like I'm, I'm, I'm working on this book, right. And we're knee deep in it. We're getting, we're getting really far with yep. all of, all of the work we've been putting in, 
but the podcasts have actually become a tool for um, a co-writer right. because he's he's transcribing a lot of these episodes. So, you know, he's coming back to me and asking me things that I've said, and he's like, right. "Yo, brother." So, talk you about this. You said you said you said uh, you cook brother luck food, and you know you're excited about what brother brother luck food tastes like because you know you're the creator of of that book and and you're just writing blank pages right now yeah and i was like i don't remember saying that but apparently i yeah. said that at some right, point right so right, right you know he printed out all these like these amazing conversations that we've had and, yeah. and pieces of them yeah and it's a trip that the podcast has actually turned into something for that it's a trip that you can literally go to the gym every day for a month and listen to us the whole workout. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? <clears throat> workout goals. But like it's it's wild to to think about that like if you really backtrack on our our no looks given podcast, you can see the beginning, you mm -hmm. can see the middle, you can see the end of season 1. And the only thing that I want to say like um about my week is that like the pivot that I'm describing for me is just so important because at, at this point in my career, my business like I see something way bigger than I started with. Mm. Like, I didn't see this. I prayed about it. I'm not going to lie. I cried a lot, prayed about it, worked about, worked on it. And, like, it was all this little seed that I just kept watering. And I didn't know how it was going to pan out. But, like, I promise you my path through, you know, learning video, even in the depths of all the all the video, like, bro, like, the website stuff, the search engine optimization stuff, like, that's led me to this next opportunity. So I'm pivoting at the highest point of my business mm -hmm. to aim higher. Yeah, that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's where I'm at. That's where my week is. I'm super emotional. I've been writing a lot of things out. I actually I went to sleep twice this week. Like, I went to bed. Um, I haven't done that in months and months and months. Besides when my son is there, I go to that, bed with That's him. a good place to be, you know. And sometimes you have you – know, I was just telling somebody this uh, – recently is they were trying to host an event and they did it for three weeks Yep, and it had some had some legs right mm -hmm. you can see the opportunity right but then you know towards the 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 final weeks you've saturated the market so much mm -hmm. that you're starting to lose steam mm -hmm. right you're starting to lose money yeah. right you, you you need you need to just push the pause button for a moment yeah and reevaluate everything. Yeah, and I don't care yeah. if this is your restaurant, this is your business, this is your life. Sometimes you need to push that pause button and reevaluate your life. It's crazy, and, man. And, 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 and take a new approach. So it's kind of something, you know, we, it's, we've it's, been discussing with the podcast. It's yeah, like, so it's, that, it's, that, it's that take a deep breath. Yeah, yeah. Instead, don't just do it to do it. Do it with intention. Right. And, and that's kind of where we are right now with, with what we're doing with this podcast. It's like, all right, we got 30 episodes in the bank. Let's yeah. push pause. Let's push pause. And let's, let's really look at how do we move forward yeah, yeah. with what we've done. Who are we talking to? Who's listening? What's the feedback? What's been the content? What's been the right. driver? How's right. the production? All, All these right. things how need to be get, evaluated. How can we get it in front of the people? Because I feel like, you know, the content is so good and... um you know, it, it hasn't been delivered properly. So, like, it's all about, like, packaging that product. It's all about, like, you know, I, I call it the back house. Like, mm -hmm. like back of the house runs the show. Like, front of the house could look beautiful, but if there's nothing working good in the back of the house, you're not going to get no no service. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's a, it's a team effort <clears throat> so all the way through. I'm excited, man. I am emotional a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Especially, like, um, with, with yourself as well as Leah. Like y'all been my my foundation, um, and which y'all still gonna be there, but like like I'm phasing out of Leah's business. Like that's emotional to me. 
Wow. Um, I'm phasing out like of of the podcast right now because I, I have this other project that you know for me it's gonna require time. Is for bruh like for me it's a dream come true. Like, well, like, the, the best thing Tina ever told me is when we were starting our business, right? We were talking about opening a restaurant. This is I don't know ten years ago at this point. I said I can start this business, but I can still be the chef of this restaurant. For this many days a week. Yeah. And this many hours. Right. And I can still run this business and start this business. And she looked at me and she said, you can't do all that. Right. At the same time. You need right. to pick one. Right, right, right. And and commit to it. And 10 years ago, that was such a powerful statement because yeah. she was right. I had to quit my job. Yeah. To focus on the business. Right. And, and, and here we are 10 years later and the business is still operating. Right. Right. And that other restaurant, they ain't even here no more. Isn't that a powerful <laughs> message? So believe in yourself to build that thing that you were at right now, and I feel like that like, that's an inspiring message for a lot of people. Yeah, you don't don't be afraid to focus on one thing, and right. and that's what I was telling you. I was like, Dana, I love working with you. I love doing yeah. doing stuff with you, but I don't ever want to be a hindrance to your progress. Yeah, and I appreciate right? you. And I told you I love you, dog. I, you know, what I'm saying you ain't never been that to me you've always helped me um catapult my shit you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and um like this thing that i have that i don't want to talk about <laughs> at least for, I, I always say like you know what I'm saying um you know speak it believe it and stuff like that but this one i'm holding close to my heart because this is what i've this is what i've dreamed about so yeah. like I want. I already know. Like it's in action. I'm slowly phasing into that. I'm slowly, slowly phasing out of other things, and uh, this will be my new commitment for the next ninety days. Like Yo, that's, and, that's so exciting, man. And like, like I'm, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, I say this a lot, but like everything I've done has built me to be prepared for the next thing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And even when those things missed. Because, all, right, all right, let me bring it full circle. I'm going to tell a story. I don't do this enough on No Looks Given, but let me tell a story. So, during the pandemic, when when I was kind of dead to the world, mm -hmm. I went ghost. Like, I went offline yeah, to, 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 like, most people, like, I'm on social media. I'm, I really just try to post once a day. I really don't post every day, but, like, like, I'm not really on it that much. But, like, at a certain period of time, I gave up on business because I, I had no hope in life. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You checked out. So during that time period, I had an opportunity with Leah. Mm -hmm. I just started working with her in her studio at that time. I got keys to her studio. She invited me in, showed me her business. I was amazed. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was a beautiful thing. She introduced me to this gentleman who I'm working with now. Mm -hmm. That was at the same time. And then at that time, I pretty much had all this gold opportunity with you, him, and her. And literally, I, I let it fall. Yeah, I wasn't ready for the I wasn't ready for the opportunity mentally and emotionally, and maybe not productivity wise because like this last six months I'm in I've been in it probably six to twelve months I've been in different space mm -hmm. work period. Yeah, so I say that because I missed this opportunity and this the way that it came back is that like I then came back to work for you first, then I went and worked got introduced back to Leah Leah mm -hmm. at Open Arms welcomed me back into her business. And then once Josh saw me, <laughs> I just said his name, my bad. Once Josh saw me like, like really executing again, mm -hmm. he reached out to me. Yeah. So all the things that like, even if you miss that opportunity, man, like if you keep working, things will come back to you. But this is like what I think is going to make like all my dreams come true. Absolutely. And you, you know, the, uh, there's a piece of that story I want you to not drop is 
when you when you checked out and were like, you know what, and dropped them dropped them balls. Yeah, I dropped everything. Right, a lot of us caught those balls and and, and didn't let them hit the ground. Yeah, right. Yeah. We just held them for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was one of the most important pieces. Is like everyone needs to realize that you know when your friends, when your people, when your coworkers are checking out. Right. Right, right. And you have a responsibility to not let them just disappear and feel alone. Right. Right. And that was right. my biggest thing during that time was like, Dana, I don't want nothing from you. How you right, doing? What's up? Right. Yeah. 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 Right. And that that is something I think is so important in that story is like you need support. Right. And people who don't want nothing from you except greatness. Yeah. That is important because in that time period, and and you know the people that are going through it, relatively speaking, Mm -hmm. but you don't know how much that little bit of effort means to that person or how much, you know, in that time, time, space, and moment, you know, that they feel X, Y, and Z so like that void is being fulfilled in some way. And like, like that's powerful. So like what I get out of that, and this is what I'm going to take away, is that like everybody deserves empathy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we talked about Tony earlier. Like, Tony deserves empathy of his path and his grace and time. You mm. know what I mean? Even myself, like, in that moment, bro, like, you saw me in the start. I'm not going to lie, bro. You saw me in the start. Like, I, I did music videos at that point in time for a year. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was just, you know what I'm saying? That, that's it. it. I was just having fun. Once, like, that kind of started off, like, and then I kind of built up, and then you saw the fall off. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fall off. I feel like I'm J. Cole. <laughs> then you saw that, like, bro, your phone calls meant a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And they were simple. They were simple, like, yo, what's up? And, like, low-key, I'm not going to lie, because you know this, I ignored them for a while. I didn't want to talk to nobody. Like, yeah. in, in any work, form, or fashion, for real, I wanted to work at a gas station and just raise my son. Like, yeah. that was it. You know what I'm saying? Anyways. Reach out to somebody, you know nah, what I'm saying? You, you like that to. that phone call mean a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, here's the and thing. Look what the hell. It was gay as hell when you said that, like, I caught the balls. So you dropped the balls, I caught the balls. <laughs> hold, we hold the balls for you. That was a little funny to me in my head, but, like, <laughs> like it means a lot that you would even be willing to catch that. No homo. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Don't. You my bro, <laughs> <laughs> but you know I, I think I think what's so what's so special is like you you have to realize like people are gonna come in and out of your life, but you know when somebody is special, and and when those people that you feel like are special fall off, and and you reach out and you try to have a conversation and you try to just yo man I'm just checking in with you I don't want nothing from you yeah. Um, it is important. They hear you. They right, do, right? right they see right. the missed calls. They see the text messages. Right. They they see it and they choose. And and when they ready, they ready. But right, like right. for for me personally, I've I've never taken it personal because everybody's at a different position in their life. Right. 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 And, you know, and everybody at the awareness or, or 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 at the mindset that I'm at right now. Right. So right. I have to always be aware of that. Is and not take it offensive when people will be like, you know, I ain't for, I ain't, I ain't messing with you no more. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm I'm not, not ready. I'm, I'm not yeah. ready. That's cool. That's you know what good, I mean? That's a good leader. That's a it's a characteristic of a good leader is to understand that you can't force somebody onto mm-hmm. the pace that you're on or even like force somebody on like on their path to go go in a different space. Like yeah. it's important because I, I was just talking about that. Like that's a great leader that that they don't expect anybody else to do what they're doing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but they will help anybody on their own course. Yeah. But the, the hardest part is 
is the lack of communication, right? Yeah. Because that's how things are are taken the wrong way. That's how things are taken out of context. That's how assumptions are made. Yeah. And and that's something that I I, I always get frustrated with during those moments because like if you would have just had a conversation with me, yeah, we can talk. Yeah. And I'm gonna break it down for you or you can break it down for me. Right. And we good. Right. We good. Right, right. You know, but but like when people wanna just fall off man you got you got to respect that distance but don't give up right right and i I think that's something that's so important you know in that in that space of time and this is cool to talk about we just freestyling here y'all this is real raw and authentic but like in that space and time and this might be something that's debatable and Mm -hmm. this might be more of like my personality but in that space of time like i I don't want to tell anybody anything that i feel like not that i need their help but they can't help me yeah, I, like there's no way somebody can help me right now. You feel me? That was a mentality. You know what I mean? And um, at that space, I feel like probably so. If I had answered the calls, I could have said something wrong. Mm-hmm. So like you, everybody has to take their own judgment. There is no right or wrong answer because to be honest, I'll be quite frank with you. Like there was a moment when I was going through my depression where I said to myself, Dana, give yourself a year. Mm-hmm. And it don't matter about anybody else's timing, but give yourself one year to get right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and it took goddamn almost a, the whole year, but like, mm-hmm. like I had to, I had to understand that no matter what, I have to walk my path, my space, my time, because you know at the at, at the end of the day, like nine nine ten out of my problems were all emotional. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how do I handle this with with like actually thought? going mm-hmm. behind it you feel me because like um you know it was that's that's what it was emotional intelligence and obviously i was a new father going through like a, a split and like figuring out my own entrepreneur values like time management what the hell do i do like yeah it was a hot mess at any rate we in a different phase now we pivot into greatness and um but it doesn't take away the fact that you know when when you're dealing with depression it is it, it comes in phases Right. And and you're going to hit lows and you're going to hit peaks. Yes. And as you're going through those motions, you Yo, have someone to. Someone said they're also in, fa- in depression as well. Look, this we're speaking to yeah, them. Sir. Yeah, let's keep going. Um, You know, as, as you're going through these valleys and you're going through these peaks, you have to understand what the triggers were mm-hmm. and, 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 and know what your your responses are going to be. Because as you yeah. go through these repeatedly, it's not something that just goes away. Right. As you go through these, you start to realize, like, this is what this is what I do when it happens. Mm-hmm. So I think when you start to identify that, now you can start to change the behavior, right? Because mm-hmm. you've owned it. Yeah. You know, I know that I'm going to start ignoring all my phone calls and all my text messages, and I'm going to start start to kind of phase out. And right. My most people, it's interesting. Uh, the fan base will notice when when I go dark on social media. Yeah. And I'll start getting messages on on social media that's like, "Hey, brother, you good? You haven't yeah. posted in a while." Right. Right. You know, and and it's just it's one of those things where I don't want to, I don't want to get caught up in a in a reality that's not real. Mm. But I love the check ins because it's so important. You know, yeah. we have to build a solid base around us of people who are just going to be there to listen to give advice, you know, you talked about like, I didn't know, I didn't, I, nobody can help me. Well, yeah. you have to identify well, what, what are you not wanting help with and what do you do need help with? Is it, yeah. it, it there's a difference between financial or physical yeah. or time, 
or yeah. spiritual. Yeah. Like there's so many different elements of how people can help you. Right. But sometimes we don't realize what we need help with. Right. Right. Because right, it's, right. it's not always money. Right. It, it, it might be just, man, I just need a friend right now. And just needs, yeah. needs somebody to listen to me. Just somebody for me to mm-hmm. vent to and not feel like I'm being judged. Yeah. Like yeah. that, that, that's something that's so, so important. That circle, man, circle of 12, you know, get you you a powerful circle. And I I like what you said where it's sometimes it's just to listen. Mm -hmm. I do have a buddy that like um, ever since I moved to Colorado, you know, he's I was about to say it, but I I took a second and I'm going to say it anyways now. He's my smoker buddy. Mm -hmm. Um, But like. Nine times out of 10 when we smoke, sometimes. It's just literally we don't say nothing. Yeah. We just there. Mm-hmm. But then that one time when, when I need to just fucking spew, he'll just listen to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I love this dude. He listens to the podcast. He's a fan. Um, and he's one of my best friends. But to be honest, the most meaningful things that he's ever said to me comes to when I just have to empty out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's so intelligent, but like, he don't say intelligent shit like that all the time until in those moments. Yeah. He says that. Well, and that's, that's, that's so real. Because I say that because, like, you need a friend to listen. You do. You know you what I'm saying? You need a friend to listen, but you also need somebody who's just, just there for you, right? Yeah. And and I, I think that's, like, the, the one thing when it comes about, when it comes about uh, depression is, 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 you need to feel like you're not alone, man. Like, yeah. and I, and I think that's so real that I, that's why I talk about it. Like I deal with depression. I deal with anxiety, yep. you know, the stress and the pressures and, and, and I don't ever want somebody to look at my social media and be like, Oh, that dude's got it all figured out. I don't. Right. 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 You know, but, but I'm trying right? and, and I'm keeping good people around me, but I keep speaking on what I'm going through mm-hmm. to make somebody else realize that they're not by themselves. They're right. not crazy. Right. You're, what you're going through other people feel that way. Right, other men right. and women are going through those same yeah, struggles. Yeah. Some of them just hide it really good. Right. You know, I swear to you, I said this on the previous podcast, but like in that specific space and time, I really felt like <laughs> this is going to sound obnoxious, but I really felt like, like I was the only like single dad wanting to be with his kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to be with my kid during the week, the weekends, and I couldn't see him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of men that go through that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot Absolutely. of men. And thank God I have at least have a uh, a good big mom or whatever that she lets me see my kid. Mm-hmm. But, like, I really felt like I was the only entrepreneur, single dad, trying to figure this thing out. Yeah. Trying, like, you don't even know, bro. But you do. But, you, you know what I'm saying? You get it anyway. That, that loneliness is real. You know, and, and the problem is, is that when we're lonely, we compare ourselves to other people's story. Mm-hmm. Right. And then social media is the perfect. That's why I got off social. It's because yeah. I kept looking at these motherfuckers like, yo, I'm better than them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a real thing. You know, you know when, when you compare yourself to somebody else, you start to get caught up in the judging. Yeah. And the, the, when when you feel like people are judging you, it's when you get really, really shut down. Right. So I, I think that's such an important piece is like, don't compare your story to other people. Right. Because you're you. Right, you're right? in a different it's space. It's only you. Yep. And and even if you're in an environment where, you know, you feel like you're being t- attacked or judged, there's always an option and an opportunity to relocate into a different area, into mm. a different crew, right? Sometimes you need to weed that whole or garden a different you. and let those flowers bloom. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's that's what um 
Jim Rowan said this morning. You know what I'm saying? I listen to motivational speeches. Jim Rowan's one of my favorite. But he talked about a, a new you. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, you can hear that. But, like, what he was talking about is, like, a few discipl- a few new disciplines practiced consistently every mm. day is a new you. You know, I, I love that you just brought up a new you. And I, and I want to clarify something because this is part of my testimony. So, you are you always. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us relocate to new jobs, to new cities, get new, new clothes, circles, get new phones, expecting to change. You're still going to be you, right? That stuff is still going to follow you to where you're at. You have to be aware of how you can embrace and start to love yourself mm. and start to to internally change yeah. the things that you're struggling with. Wow. Right. That it's gotta take the ownership. And and yeah. I say this to somebody who like Tina and I moved around and around and around and around, city to city to city to city. Yep. And we were still the same people every time. We thought we were gonna reinvent ourselves. We're still the same people. Right. You know, and it, it took a lot of, of of awareness to understand like you know, we we got to focus focus on internal, not trying to just change environments. That has to be one of my favorite takeaways. If we're really going to reminisce on on a moment with this episode thirty podcast, was joy versus happiness. Mm. Was for me figuring out like it's so simple. It's, it sounds simple, but like for me to figure out that joy is internal, mm-hmm. happiness is external. Yeah. I'll never forget that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's one of my favorite takeaways as well, especially like you know, like what you're talking about is like having acceptance with who you are and who you're trying to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that new you is is it is you. You know what I'm saying? But the old you has to die too. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's slowly. And every every morning is a choice, right? Right. You when you get up in the morning, you have to choose to be happy. Mm. You have to choose to be angry. Yeah, you have to choose to be spiteful. You have to be. You have to choose to be frustrated, right? right? Those are those are emotions that come from you, mm-hmm. right? That's a choice to allow that That's to have internal. power over yeah, you. Yeah. You're having the the one of the guru side guru says like you're having all of your human experiences mm-hmm. are internal. Yeah, and I, I'm just not. You know, I'm. I feel like it takes so much energy to be angry and and you know. Yeah shut down and i just i don't want that or even like, focus on like the negative shit like like i feel like that's where i'm at in life is like i don't even have the mental capacity to even think about that stuff because i'm so focused on on thinking about the positive good what's productive hopeful like that type of light stuff so look man this is a deep episode i didn't mean to mean to go this deep into my no, emotions good, man. but we, i did you know, say i was emotional and i wanted to cry today well <laughs> and, and and here's the thing you're not the only one somebody in here said you know but i but i've never chosen to be sad mm. right and that's i think that's probably a extremely real statement because you know when you're sad a lot of that comes from being hurt yeah and 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 why yeah. Right? Was it was some something somebody said? Is it something that happened to you? Right. Is it is it you, you kind of got to get back to that source of why yeah. are you sad? Yeah. And then start to focus on the, the healing portion right. of, of the hurt. Right. Because right. when you get an injury. Right. It's got to heal. Right. right? right and then right. you have a scar that's going to live there forever and be a reminder Right. of that pain. But that's part of the healing process. And I, I think. Yo, that's deep. Take a step back. That's beautiful. You just broke me down because I got a broke ass finger. <laughs> and like, but that scar is a reminder. It's a reminder. It's a reminder. But there is beauty in knowing that you will heal. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 
that's powerful is having that having that that faith that that process ends up healing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like the finger <laughs> that I'm dealing with is getting better. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's taking too long for me. You know what I'm saying? But knowing that in the process there will be healing. Yeah. That's yeah. powerful to me. All right, my bad. I had to stop you. No, it's you know, and I, I just I I love I love that we're talking on on such deep subject subject matter because for our last episode because <laughs> this is real. This is what we do. <laughs> but you know, it, it's it, you're not alone, and I I think that there's there's this amazing world of people yeah. that that want to help, that yeah. want to be genuine. So now they let's do exist. Talk, so now let's talk about how to heal because mm. I think that that's an important thing. We just speak about healing and that could be however anybody else like interprets that, but speak about how you heal cuz visually when I when I'm in pain or when I'm in, when I am sad, I have to change my environment. Mm-hmm. Like that's my secret sauce. Yeah. Change my environment. So I'll go, you know, drive mm-hmm. or I'll go on a hike or, you know, what I'm saying 9 times out of 10 if I'm really um down, I'll go do incline. Yeah. Cuz here in Colorado Springs this thing called incline like 2000 something steps just up this vicious mountain. It's like an hour long hike up and it's just stairs. But like going on that, putting myself through something difficult or or even on a run, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Putting myself in an environment that I I don't want to be in but then being able to go through that process gives me some sense of accomplishment at either the end of the run end of the hike or even just the end of the drive like yeah. just you know what i'm saying because i love centennial i don't know if in Colorado springs that drive on centennial that's my favorite drive if i'm going through mental stuff you yeah know what I'm saying? you know i i think when it comes to me um the first part is just recognizing my behavior Mm, behavior patterns right am i am i being am i taking it out on the people that don't deserve it yeah and then i have to ask myself why mm. and i and i think that is something that is so important because i i'm in control of my behavior right right how i respond what what i say how i act right so i have to take ownership of that but recognizing my behavior and seeing how people are responding to me um, is a good indicator of where I'm at. So, you know, when we talk about healing process, it makes me question. Yeah. Because I always talk about this coming from a place of curiosity. It makes me makes me question where am I and why am I saying the things I'm saying or acting mm. the way that I'm acting? Right. Is there, is there something deeper that I'm not dealing with or not right. recognizing? Right, right. You know, and sometimes, you know, you re- you sometimes you realize like oh no so, so I, I feel said this, this way because i feel this way that's why I, I do that you know what i'm saying and nine times out of ten it comes down to that like i feel you know what i'm saying it's an emotion yeah you know what i'm saying um all right i, I do want to say this because like we're on an emotional subject matter and um i said this on the other podcast but like this is probably what i've been living on this week which is basically i heard in a speech and it talked about um a tree and basically, like the tree itself, uh, no tree grows half its half its possible capabilities. Mm-hmm. A tree is always going to reach to the to as high as it can. How does it get to as high as it can? Well, it digs its roots as deep as it can first. Mm. So, like in my phase in my life, I feel like I'm 30 years old. I'm like moving from you know entrepreneur, small business owner, videographer, and I was trying to create this like social media team which I think the team is dope, but like the the vehicle might change. And I'm kind of going into marketing. Like I just say it, like that's what I'm going into is I'm studying marketing and working with a marketer. Um, I think about how can we grow our roots as deep as we can? Mm-hmm. 
to then produce as much fruit as we can to grow our tree is as tall as we can. Yeah. Because the only way you can do that is first to dig your, your, your roots. So whatever that means to you, I, I, I think that this is a, a moment where I, I feel like spiritually inclined to say like, if this hits you in your soul, like whatever you need to dig your roots in, like I pray that you focus on your roots because the only way your family would be able to reap the harvest or of the fruit that you produce is going through this process and and it, and it's about watering your plants so like i'm just in this phase of like like that like that mother nature is, is speaking to me in that process of like dana like just keep digging your roots as deep as you can yeah keep reaching and mm-hmm. keep watering yep. you know what i'm saying I don't know. That's what I got. No, it's, 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 it's good to recognize those kinds of things. You can't help somebody and take care of other people if you ain't helping yourself. And then the other thing I think with the emotional thing and the um, like the EQ, like emotional intelligence stuff, um, I always think like I, I know you said it was behavior patterns. Um, but I think about like what am I thinking about? What do I mm-hmm. want to come out of this? Mm hmm. Because in my mind, when I get frustrated and angry, all I can think about is that negative thing just repeating in my head until it happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I had to check myself about like, yo, what are you thinking about? What do you want to happen? Like, mm-hmm. what do you want to happen? And and then just communicating that. So nah, no less given podcast. This I is ra- random as it. hell, but we doing good. You What's know, the, up, brother? The, the, the one message that keeps popping up in, in, in my head, and, and it's whether I'm thinking it or I'm seeing it is uh, the things I dreamed about when I was younger are my frustrations right now. Mm. And I have to I have to pay attention to that. That we once dreamed about these I things. I dreamed about having these things. I dreamed about accomplishing these things. And now I'm getting frustrated by them. Right. Right. Or I'm feeling overwhelmed. And, and, and that's something that I have to be so aware of because I dreamed about being a business owner. I dreamed right. about being a good husband. I dreamed about owning a home. I dreamed right. about... All these things that I never thought in a million years I would actually have the the opportunity to to accomplish. Right. And I got to let a lot of that negativity go because, man, these were dreams. These are still dreams for other people. Yeah, yeah. You know, so what are you so upset about? Right. And it makes me really recognize. I, I mean, it's just yeah. been on my on my heart a lot lately, yeah. but I keep seeing it, too. That, that your stress was once a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or a wish. Or a wish. Dang, that's even better. And I think as we 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 have been around, you know, someone like Charlie who's driving around the country helping people yeah. uh, achieve their dreams, and he's saying, "What is your dream?" Right. You know, man. You know, I've been able to accomplish so many of my dreams. Right. I, I got to make sure not to get frustrated. Right. With the with process. the current dream that right. I'm I'm achieving right now. Wow, that's powerful. I like that a lot because, uh, you know what I'm saying, we, we live in our dreams, y'all. <laughs> Dream was once a wish. Ooh, that's deep. Kozlina, I appreciate you, baby. You know what I'm saying, all the feedback on, on Facebook. I just, uh, hey, anybody on IG, I want to open this up for the last 10 minutes. Anybody on IG, if y'all got questions, we want to answer y'all questions right now. This is episode 30. This is the last episode of season one, No Looks Given. Like We're going to take a break. We don't know to be announced or how long it's going to be, but I can guarantee you like it's not going to be as long as y'all think because I'm about to go get sponsors for this bad boy, <laughs> and I'm coming back because I'm podcast show to you, and this is probably my favorite thing. I just need my brother to produce. 
produce it, so I don't spend no time on it. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, if well, y'all got you questions, I want to I want to answer. So, so I want to go into story time while we while we letting IG and and everybody go live. ahead. Story time. So, Let's crack. So, it. I want to ask you. Yep. What has been the coolest thing you've ever filmed? Oh wow! And why? What's the coolest? Like there's a moment where you're just like, ever I can't believe I'm filmed. filming this right now. Um, that's crazy. You know, so many things go through my brain. Um, when you say that, like, I'm be honest. Like, when, the first thing that comes to my mind is like when I started filming celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. And then I met you, and you like you a celebrity. So like, all all, all my all my films are, are special. But I think my coolest film was New York, to me. Like that that the beard house the beard house okay it like I could put Cali in that thing but beard house was special to me because I watched Adrian on TV mm-hmm. I, I and I had already met Chris at that time mm-hmm. I feel I feel like um I met him already once that that may be uh, I think we had, we had been in his restaurant the previous days okay okay yeah. okay so meeting Chris mm-hmm. Chris has was my is still. My favorite human being on in the Yo, Top Chef world. Shout out to Chris Scott. Chris Scott has Love he, Chris Scott. he hit me like in a different way. The way that he is a family man. Um, so that experience, New York, is filming all you guys, and then the moment. Like people don't really know this, but like that was Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Like Juneteenth is a special holiday, and it was the first Juneteenth in that house. I honestly think think that was probably one of my favorite. Um, it's monumental. I mean, not like. When I was filming it, I was thinking, like, how the hell did I get here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and just to kind of follow up on that. So uh, we had just come off of Top Chef season 15. Right. And uh, I watched it. So that was, that was I never watched those shows. I only there, watched it because of Brother Luck. There was a tweet that came out that said, shots out to Top Chef. We have three black chefs on the season. Mm. And it was it was recognizing Tanya Holland, uh, Chris Scott, and, and Adrian. Yeah, and, and Tanya was there too. Sorry, Tanya, I didn't even shout out Tanya. And 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 Chris, that's why I love my brother. He went on that comment stream, and he was like, "Y'all better not forget about Brother Luck, mm. right?" And and I never, I'd like, I identify as as mixed or biracial, right? And but Chris was like, "Nah, you black." <laughs> Right, because because Chris's whole thing is based off his heritage. Heritage, it's pride. So Mm -hmm. he's telling no, brother Luck is also in this group. So you know, it started with that, and then that led to uh, the idea for a James Beard dinner with all four of us. Right. So, um, which is which is amazing, right? The James Beard house is 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 a mecca for any chef to cook in. Right. Um, To have an all African American cook class in there, and and talking about our food, our stories, our history, our ingredients. Right. You know, that was really really cool that we got to do it on Juneteenth. Right. And. it was it was a very special dinner because they've done yeah. one every year since then, um, which which is awesome. We we were the first started it right. So you know that that was amazing. That was that was a good, man. I thought you were gonna say like Keisha Cole or something, but no. I mean that was, <laughs> that was that was a cool moment. You know what I'm saying? Um, DC and Fly was cool. Like um, all that stuff is cool, but like you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's that's awesome. That, that one was I, I was that. one that I was like, wow. You know what I mean? How the hell did I get here? <laughs> no, I, you know, I, there's there's certain times in my career where I ask myself that question. You know, there was a, there was a moment where um, I was in where was I? I was in Nassau, and I had been invited down as a guest judge. Yeah. For a culinary competition, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, they were gonna fly me out for a week 
to stay in the Bahamas at this yeah. beautiful Grand Hyatt to be a culinary judge, a celebrity yeah. judge. And it, it was like there was a there was a few moments where I'm like, you know, I'm I'm walking around Nassau and I'm going to I'm going to the to the you know, the cookout and I'm just kind of tripped out. I'm like, you know, how'd this happen? Like yeah. I'm here by myself in the Bahamas, like staring at this majestic landscape and ocean view and it's you like, know, how did we get here? Man? How do we get here? Like, right. I, you know, when I think back, I can to tell like, you how you got there. Four principles: pride, courage, <laughs> perseverance, and determination. This is no looks given. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Go ahead. No, but you know, that's the thing is like your situation today, where you're at today, right, or or where your kids are at today. That's not the end game. That, right. that doesn't have to be the final destination. Right. Just because your parents had a certain lifestyle and, right. and that was the standard that they got to yeah. doesn't mean that has to be your cap. So when you talk yes. about putting your roots in the ground and right. the tree growing as tall as it can, right. I plan on reaching for the stars every time because if I right. don't hit the stars, I'm going to hit the top of the trees. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, like yep. I'm still reaching up. And, and for me, I like this. Like my, my parents didn't have money. And right. they didn't understand about how the world truly worked and, and didn't, you know, give me everything on a, on a silver platter. Right. It doesn't mean I shouldn't own a silver platter. Right. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. <laughs> like, right, I, right. I, I think that's something that's so important for people to understand is like you can uh, achieve if it's wealth or, or right. you want to achieve, um, you know, whatever, wh- whatever you want to live, like. Go do it. Right. Why not? Like it's your it's your it's your twenty four hours. I think the that miles, is something so important. The milestones change, man. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's something cool. Like as we think about like our favorite moments, mm-hmm. like like that changes because like at at one time, like if I be honest with you, like before I quit T Mobile the first time, I was living my dream doing video every day for my job. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that was a special moment. And then when I got my uh, there was two films. There were ten minute projects that were played in the movie theater. When I watched my film that I filmed, I produced, I edited, be played in a movie theater in front of five hundred people, that was a moment. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But like all of those things, like it, it keeps changing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like every day, respectively, is my favorite day. It's my favorite project because, like, there's some type of a joke, but there's some sincerity in that. Is that like right now is my favorite moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Damn, that's, I've, today. I've never put that in perspective of why I say that, but because yeah, you li- you live in it right now, yeah. And I I think that's something that's so important, man. Is, is or even need. like the wine dinners, bro. Fuck that. Take it back to the um Beetlejuice wine dinner. Take it back to goddamn um like those wine dinners. Those were my favorite at that time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or even fuck that, all that stuff like last week or two weeks ago with Charlie. Like that mm-hmm. was my favorite film. You see what I'm getting yeah. at? Like. Every moment means something, but I think the James Beard House just means something to me as a person. Mm. And, like, you know, in my journey, my son was born a week ago at that time. It was, like, it was a huge mistake in my my relationship. <laughs> but, like, it, it was it meant a lot to me, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to, to to go through that process. So Well, and here's the thing. We all going to make mistakes, yeah. right? And But you can't get caught up in living in those mistakes. Right. Like and that's what start. depression is, bro. That's mm-hmm. what I talked about, like, getting out that space. Like, bro, you can't live there. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a dark place. And if you do, like, that is depression. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Man, I just want to say this. For anybody feeling like that, you're living in your own hell. And I say that because you have the power to get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's that taking one step, whether it's that thinking about something power or even your dream, thinking about your dream instead of your nightmare, thinking about hope instead of like sadness. It sounds stupid, and I know because I've been through it, it's harder than it is to be said, especially when you're by yourself and all you're doing is is your, like I call it in, in um, solitary confinement between, between four walls, get out of that damn prison in your mind and the physically. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to say that. This is fucking no luck's given. Yeah, you know, you, you're hitting everything right where it should be, man, is at the end of the day, like, how to here? Let's answer this question. I want to know how to think positive while I am in critical in bad condition. Even I try to think positive, my mind keeps remembering the situation. You want yeah. to answer this real quick? Sure, sure. And, Go ahead. And, and here, here's, let's just clarify this: we are not professionals. Yeah, we're I'm just not, speaking like, on our your own. Your situation is opinions. different than ours, yeah. and we're not professionals. But I, we want to help you and give you encouraging words. And yeah. this is what we would say: you know, I, I think when it comes down to you know, how do you think positive while you're in a critical and bad situation, and then you know, how do you how do you think positive uh, when you're thinking about the pain? Right. The, the first part, and we we've touched on this yeah, before. Bro- brother talked about this one. Good. Your 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 story. Is hard to relive, right? But we all got a story. So my story is is miserable. There's a lot of really bad things that happened to me in my life. My story and my pain, I'm meant to relive because it's not about me. I'm, I'm sharing because I want you to hear my story. I want you to hear what I'm going through and what I persevered beyond um, because I'm trying to provide some hope and some determination for you. So I think that's the first part is you have to learn to embrace that pain of the past to help somebody in the future. Mm. Right. I think that's something that's extremely important. Yeah. The second piece of that is, you know, how do you start to think positive when you're in such a negative mindset? Well, mm. just think about the energy that you're exerting to, to live in that negative mindset, that, that pain, right. that anger, that hurt, that right. all that stuff takes a lot out of you. Yeah. It is much easier to, to, to try to be a positive person and live right. in a positive world and help other people. You know, I find my joy from helping people. Right. And, and that's where I put a lot of my effort sometimes to my own detriment. I'd be helping yeah. people all the time, yeah. but it's because it makes me, it makes me realize like there's still great things in this world are still great people in this world. Right. I could be one of those people yeah. and, and not take advantage of people or hurt people or cause them pain. So, you know, it's, it's why it's my why of, of how I stay in my positive is, is I'm constantly trying to just help people. So it keeps me realizing that it don't always have to be bad. You can change somebody else's world right. with, with just a few words and conversation. I'm going to feed off that. Cause I had something else different to say, but I'm going I'm to just stick with what brother said. Cause I love this. All right. Because I, when I was depressed, the only thing that, like being honest, and I've told, told brother this before, but only thing that gave me hope was trying to help brother. And like, it's, it's, it's that simple. Like, I valued brother more than I valued myself at one point. And like, it's so simple to me because like, it could be as, as, as easy as opening the door for someone else mm-hmm. to help them. When, when it's really a selfish thing, because when you help someone else, you really get a positive, like, feedback loop from it. Mm-hmm. So it's a selfish but selfless, if you feel me, if you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So what I would say is, like, in that moment, when you can't think positive, 
help someone else first, mm. right? Put someone else. Brother Luck talked about it with me when I was doing running. And I always told him that, like, I run in a negative. So, like, when I'm running, I'm thinking about pain. I'm thinking about, like, all the things I've been through. I'm troubleshooting in my brain. And Brother Luck one time said to me, he said, what if instead of running for that, you ran with someone else to help them gain lose weight? Mm. And what if you were running for them instead? Mm. Would you go run every day? And I thought to myself, like, God damn, that's right. Like, if if I, if if I was doing it for someone else to hold me more accountable, and like it's a it's a push pull thing because we all strive towards greatness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I guess what I'm trying to say is like helping someone else in any capacity, and it's one step at a time. I would encourage whoever's listening, whoever's writing these things, that is one day at a time. Give yourself grace. Because that's what what I've I've pride myself on is giving yourself grace in your own time to work it out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that that there is no rush. You know what I'm saying. Um, negativity doesn't just leave. You know what I'm saying. You have to make a conscious effort mm-hmm. to replace it. You know what no, I'm saying with I, something else. I love this comment too. Somebody says, "Staying grateful." But small thing. Ooh, that's you can the be best thankful answer. For. Yeah, so like making a choice to make it a good day and experience life. Man, like, the, experiencing life is so, I think, underrated. Mm, like we get so caught up in in this day to day experiencing the repetition life. of of you know this the circle. You know, we talk about it. even when you live in a big city, yeah, like Chicago, New York, or San Francisco. When you live in a big city, you live within like. 10 blocks of where you stay like you don't ever leave those 10 blocks that's where you right, work right that's where your grocery store is that's where your little restaurant is that's right that's everything you do is in that block and i think back to my childhood like i grew up in a certain environment i grew up in a very urban environment in the inner city and that's all i knew i knew the pimps i knew the players i knew the gangsters i knew the hustlers like i knew the people within my block and that was it that's all i knew about the world experiencing life as an adult has been so powerful because I've been introduced to new cultures. Open your mind, I've been intro- introduced to new worlds. I realized, you know, when I thought I grew up broke and poor and struggling, you go to a third world country, you're going to get, you're going to get a reality. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right. that, that's a completely different type of poverty. Give you a different you know? type of gratitude. So a different type of gratitude. So, you know, I think that's something that's so important. I love that comment that you, Yo, thank you, you have for to that experience comment. life. That thank you for that comment because gratitude is the answer. That like straight up, like if we could give whoever was commenting earlier the simplest answer is is actually be thankful for something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's be get grateful. that person their flowers. Yeah. Hey yo. All right. All right. All right. Look, man. This is no lux given, brother. Like, what else you got, man? Before we wrap this up. No, nah, I'm just, you know what, I'm so blessed to to just have opportunity to put words to recordings and, and get stuff out there. And so hopefully, some people never live. Man, hopefully help some people. Um, That's crazy. As they go through their journey and their struggle, you know, I don't have it all figured out. I'm working on me. I'm trying to be the best me I can be. But you know what, we got the same 24 hours. Right. So utilize those same 24 hours to the best of your ability right. Get what you want out of life. Don't yeah. be afraid to go for it. Jump Don't off go the down cliff, on all of us. Build the airplane on the way down. That is something that we we truly believe in. And I'll say it again because that's my favorite quote that you've you know, ever jump, said. Jump off the cliff and build the airplane on the way down. And that's not just business. That's life. Don't be scared of fear. Fear is always going to be present. You have to learn how to manage the fear so you can embrace the fear and push through the fear. 
that fear will always exist. So I'm scared every day when it comes mm. to my business, when it Thanks comes to my that. relationship, when it comes to my life, when it comes to everything, I'm scared every day, but I have to push past that fear. So yep. man, appreciate y'all. Hot dog. What do I have to say? Like that's that's tough to follow, brother. Look, oh dog. All finale. right, man. Look, this is the finale. If I had anything to say to y'all on this episode thirty, season one, don't be afraid to grow. Um, that's my that's my med. That's where I'm at right now in life. Is um the first two days I was overwhelmed. And it was really just basically like an emotional thing because I was like sad, like ending things that, that were building. And then I was thought to myself, like, don't be afraid to grow. You know what I'm saying? Because what happens when season two is way better because of X, Y, and Z that y'all implemented? Mm-hmm. What happens when when these these videos like go crazy because of X, Y, and Z? So like for me, it's it's all about being patient in the process, but not being afraid to grow. Mm. Because I'm trying to grow in this whole marketing world, but it's really just as an entrepreneur, because my job, just so y'all know, in the marketing business, it's not marketing. My job is video <laughs> for the marketing company. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I'm going to be in that environment, and I know for sure, like, anything I do, like, I'm that type of guy that I just need to be in that room. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I need to see what's cracking. And then I, I, I'm able to implement it and learn. So, like, that's what I'm excited about. Season one, God, man, I couldn't thank everybody for listening. All of our supporters, our continuous and faithful supporters that have been rocking with us. Um, if you're on Patreon, like, we are going to turn up that and make sure that we produce for you guys and keep you guys entertained. But we're excited for the next level of growth. Like, this is episode 30. Brother Luck, man, talk to our fans before we take off. I feel like this is our goodbye <laughs> until next time. You know what I'm talking nah, about? Nah, we, we ain't going nowhere, man. You know what? It's uh, until I see you next time. You know, that's all it is. Bye for now. Um, all right, all right. Bye for bye for now. <laughs> bye for now. You know what I'm saying? So long, my friends. You know no, what I'm saying? But you know what? You can always hit us up, man. You can yeah. always check me out at Chef Brother across the board. I'm 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 usually pretty good about responding yep. back to people when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'm horrible with text messages, but apparently yep. I'm really good with social media. So Well, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm just bad at communicating. <laughs> but uh at any rate, I'm Danny Keith, official Danny Keith on IG. Um Danny Keith films my business, but everywhere else, man, look, if y'all are listening on spotify apple podcast we thank you we sh- we thank you for the love youtube is the video versions and we have a patreon that's patreon.com forward slash chef brother luck otherwise it's no luck's giving y'all yeah i'm gonna make some classes tonight i'm just gonna start doing some demo videos we out peace the man behind the hustling grind this is pride courage determination and perseverance welcome to no luck's giving <laughs>